0: Hi, everyone. I'm Matt LaMarche with Keller Williams First Atlanta, and this is Selling Sandy Springs. So tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Well, I'm Charles Cook. I am managing partner of Cook-Baxter Immigration. Um, Cook-Baxter is an immigration law firm only. So we're kind of a boutique practice. We're the largest immigration-only practice in Georgia, Hmm. uh, located here in Sandy Springs. We have 12 lawyers, 20 paralegals, and 52 total staff. Uh, And uh, what we do is we handle the immigration, uh, whether inbound or outbound uh, or forcibly outbound, Uh, for corporations, uh, they're trying to bring in talent, trying to keep talent here. Uh, we represent families; uh, they're trying to bring in their parents or siblings, or they happen to fall in love with a beautiful girl from Russia or <laughs> a handsome guy from Argentina. Um, and then we also handle asylum cases, removal defense cases, uh, the things we you know, people trying to get are trying to get kicked out of the country for. We naturalize people, hmm. uh, so we're we're involved in really every aspect of immigration. I also personally do a lot of lobbying in Washington D.C. Um, i speak at a lot of conferences, uh, speak around Georgia, uh, on including at Sandy Springs leadership about immigration itself and what it, what it, what the current system means and where we're going and how politics interact with that. And I also am a professor at Emory uh, and I teach immigration <laughs> law at Emory. Uh, wow. So I've I'm, I'm kind of do lots of different
0: things. Busy guy, busy guy.
1: I'm busy, but I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> Nothing's better. Than immigration I mean you're sitting in my conference room here sunny Springs you can't tell but on the wall over here of my grandparents naturalization certificates mm. uh, to remind me that we all come from immigrants we're all from somewhere else
0: for sure I love that and tell us a little more about you kind of your background story um, you know and we can go back as far as your childhood even or, or college days if you will well I could um, be like
1: Steve Martin to start, start start off like that but the reality is I grew up in New York uh, you can probably tell that because I don't speak with another accent, and I speak English fast. Um, but I served two years as a missionary in mm-hmm. Peru. Uh, and serving as a missionary is really a life-changing experience for most people, as it was for me. Uh, one, you learn a different language, which is incredibly important, but also gives you a renewed empathy uh, for what, what life is like outside of this country. Yet, I went to law school not thinking about immigration law. I'm in the library like all the young associates, and a guy who's got so much experience, he's one year ahead of me, says, hey. You know, while you're waiting for the bar exam results, you can actually take an immigration court case pro bono in court and do it. And at the time, this was in the late 80s, there was a lot of asylum from Central America, sound familiar? Mm. Uh, And so I took a case from this Guatemalan farmer before I passed the bar. And back then, court cases went very fast. So I took the case and actually had a final hearing before I passed the bar, and I won it. And I just fell in love with the idea of helping people. Hmm. Uh, immigration, is it's not like you're a personal injury lawyer, it's about money. Or you're a corporate lawyer, it's about corporate activity. This is about the everyday lives. So what I really do every day is I make America in lots of different ways, mm-hmm. whether it's through helping a company get the right person here, whether it's helping university keep a student in place or getting a great scholar to teach there, uh, whether it's keeping somebody together with their family uh, because immigration wants to deport them. Uh, whether it's just literally saving somebody's life through asylum, that's what I—that's what I do. That's why I fell in love with what I do. I've been doing now 30 years, mm. and I love it as much today as the day I started doing it. Very so much so, my one of my, my old, one of my sons, my oldest son, is now a lawyer at the firm. Mm-hmm. I guess enough conversations around the kitchen table at dinner <laughs> convinced him he wanted to do it too. But he doesn't, unfortunately, speak Spanish. <laughs> he speaks Mandarin Chinese fluently because oh, so, wow. he served a mission in Taiwan. Oh, wow. uh, so it gives you a really unique opportunity to. Embrace cultures. The other day, I was in here uh, meeting with clients, and I generally meet with clients most every day, all day long. And I had a client come in from Mexico. The next meeting was somebody from Morocco. The next meeting was somebody from Russia. The next meeting was somebody from Nigeria. And that day, I saw twelve different people from twelve different countries. Wow. Where else do you get to do that? Right. Other than in the New York City of the United Nations. <laughs> this is just a remarkable job to experience the cultures, the flavors. And really, what America is every single day in microcosm. Yeah, very. And what the beauty about that is, we're in Sandy Springs. Sandy Springs is veritably a microcosm. Mm. I, I think there's something like a dozen consulates in Sandy Springs. Uh, we're home to a number of multinational companies, so it's a very unique place to be an immigration lawyer.
0: It really is. It really is. Well, tell us a little more about you outside of work, um, the associations that you're maybe a part of. Um, the other organizations that There's you've a, been i part well,
1: I've of? Been, I'm, I'm involved in way too much, my wife <laughs> would tell you. I'm a, I'm a former national president of the American Immigration Lawyers Association, which is the association that helps immigration lawyers be immigration lawyers. I did that about a decade ago. I'm the former national president of a group called the Alliance of Business Immigration Lawyers, because lawyers like me that have firms like mine that help corporations and businesses, get, whether investors or multinationals get their employees here. Um, I teach at Emory. I'm in my seventh year at Emory. Before that, I did 13 years at Georgia, University of Georgia Law School. Mm. This is my 20th year teaching as a law professor. Uh, different, different levels of classes that, mm-hmm. of, Im- of immigration law. Um, I'm on the board of directors of Georgia Restaurant Association. I've been on the board of the Georgia uh, uh, Council of International Visitors. I've been on the board of Latin American Association. Uh, I'm involved in lots of different things. I've also lobbied in DC and locally uh, at our state legislature on immigration related issues mm-hmm. um, and I've also taken a lot of interesting cases just this last year i I'm, and I still am the lawyer for a rap a rap star a hip-hop star uh, named 21 Savage he mm-hmm. was a local <laughs> Georgia guy you may have heard about him in the news
0: <laughs> tell us a little more about your connection here to the area um, obviously you're living pretty close here so um, you've been here for 13 years now what's What's, what's your see, favorite see, part? what I love
1: about Sandy Springs is, is it really is very much an international city. Uh, the food here is extraordinary. Uh, you know, right across the street there is an African restaurant that most Sandy Springians probably don't realize. <laughs> you go up the road there's an extraordinary lebanese kind of hole in the wall samad which is just exceptional lebanese food uh you go down a little bit further and you have very high-end middle eastern food at rumi's Mm -hmm. uh the persian food there is just exceptionally delicious and Rumi happens to be ali is a client of ours Mm -hmm. and has been for years and it's just everywhere you go here uh you can get a great meal Mm. uh and uh it's just it's, and it's, it's beyond that. The political leadership, which from Mayor galombo to Mayor Paul, um, has been very forward-looking to make it a business-friendly city, uh, but also to make it a people-friendly city, to create a downtown area, to focus on getting an, a north end that is both service-oriented, uh, that, that hopefully keeps in p- the, the type of housing that people can live in, mm-hmm. the affordable housing we need, but at the same time, improving the image of the area. Uh, there isn't a bad place in Sandy Springs, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that so many international companies come here. Mm. You know, Alpharetta, of course, and we do this, we do that. But Alpharetta is the boonies, as far as most Atlanteans are concerned. <laughs> Sandy Springs is the is the high end of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what Bucket wishes it was, <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, and and I, I think it's just going to continue to get better. Mm. But it's also it's not just the local leadership. Even our elected representatives, they're not. Uh, they're not like so close-minded that they can't consider other opinions mm-hmm. uh, and I love I love that about that mm-hmm. you know we're, we're not just a single block of people um, and I love the fact that the politically Sandy Springs is kind of cut right down the middle mm-hmm. you know there's people from both sides of the aisle but it's I think it reflects on Mayor Paul's leadership particularly that we're able to get a lot of things done here sure. that, that other cities just really really struggle
0: with absolutely that's a good case study for for what a city should yeah, be Yeah, you know, for, especially
1: like. since it's such a new city. What's it yeah. been around? Fifteen years? Fourteen right. years? Uh, I remember right when it got started, Mayor Glombos invited me to her office, and she just it just really became a city. And she was she said, "Look, I'm gonna I'm thinking about taking a group to China, to sell Sandy Springs. What should I do?" So I said, "Here's here's the thing she should be looking at." And you know, they did it, and it it, it, it ends up bringing business to our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that type of visionary leadership. Is something that's rare in Georgia. It really is.
0: It really is very good. Well, um, if someone's watching this, wants to get more information about you and the firm and and, and all of it, really. I mean, we've just unpacked a whole lot here, right? Yeah, I could talk forever on <laughs> this stuff. I love that. So
1: our we we've had a, a web presence for a very long time. So much so that our web address is www.immigration.net. <laughs> And even better, in Spanish, it's inmigracion.net. So I actually have both immigration words and the .net. Wow. Um, our phone number here is 404-816-8611. So it's a pretty easy phone number. Uh, and because we use web protocols, we, we're on Zoom. Uh, I have a podcast uh, that you can listen to, The Immigration Hour, which is available everywhere. That podcasts are free to download I from. Love it. Um, we have a very active Facebook page. We have about 30,000 Facebook followers. And we actually spend a lot of time on Facebook updating information. Mm. Every Friday we have a Facebook Live mm. where we do free questions. You come in and listen to the podcast. You type your question in and we'll answer If you want to, don't want to put your name on something, you just privately send it to us. Sure. And we'll answer questions to get information out. One of the things that I've always seen lacking and why people, I think, take such strong opinions on immigration and yet know so little about it, Uh, is that it's such a visceral topic. Mm. And so because information's power, and knowledge is power, what we try to do is share as much valid, fact-based information as possible. So that when people do say, honestly, stupid things about immigrants (laughs) or immigration, you can respond and say, well, that's actually not true. Mm. Factually, here's the facts, here's the website you can go to, here's the information. And so what we try to do is get that out there on our Facebook page, on my LinkedIn page, on our Instagram, you yeah. know, and uh, I think it's really important to get information out to people
0: so they can make wise important decisions. Absolutely. Very good. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks I really for having appreciate me. it. Absolutely. Thank you.